previously on Little Bit Leave It. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Little Bit Leave It, where we talk Love Island UK in the USA. My name is Ben, and with me, as always, my co-host and partner in life, Rebecca. And misdemeanors. I won't say crime, but I'm sure we've committed a few misdemeanors. Well, misdemeanors are crimes. Yeah. Ish. Ish. So we are here to talk about season six, episode four. Um, we are going to do a deep dive into Ollie and Cornwall to give our man a proper send-off. How quickly you leave us, Ollie. Do you want to talk about this episode, Rebecca? There was a lot of little things that happened this episode. Did you like it overall? How, what was your impression? How much plot did we really get here? Like, we watched it two days ago, and I, like, remember nothing. That might be the weed, but <laughs> it might be the episode. So we did get a little bit of plot movement here. We did, I think, get a very nice spectrum of English kissing, which we can discuss a little bit. But first, should we talk about the end of that third night? We have Eve pressuring Callum to decide between him and Shauna. Yeah, he doesn't like either of them. So, well, he refuses to decide. Yeah, maybe he doesn't like either of them. That's possible. He says he's trying to figure it out. We also get Connor and Sophie trying to encourage Nas. Oh, that's the first thing I have written down uh, after Callum doesn't like either of them. Connor and Sophie. Since when are Connor and Sophie love experts? They've been together three whole days. They are the most mature couple on the island in that. I think they've already had two fights. So, yeah, it like squeaked me out I don't I think I just created that word Connor I get where he was coming from he was like trying to encourage his friend Nas but go after her harder like flirt with her like more provocatively yeah Ew. how does that work out for him we don't want to give anything away <laughs> well I know I, I mean in just in this episode coming. right like with the conversation how does that go not good yeah I think that this episode continues my real dislike of Shawnee's and I said it I said it correctly there right Shawnee's Nas didn't emphasize that syllable strong enough, and she has the balls and the ignorance, I suppose, to say to him, to Nas, of all people, right, that no one understands what it feels like to have one's name mispronounced like she does, you know? Yeah. I couldn't believe that. You know, combine that with her Princess Jasmine obsession, and I think... You know, we should insert a little siren sound effect right here because Shawnee's is problematic. I was thinking that same thing. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Nas is cringy and Shawnee's is, Shawnee's is not nice. Dance is my passion. Like it's not a dumb, like it's not even a dumb thing to say, but when it came out of her mouth, I hated it. I like dancing. I like when people are passionate about stuff, but this just ruined dancing and passion for at least a week. Yeah, so she is not nice as opposed to and in big contrast with Ollie. You know, again, not denying that the guy was not totally honest with Paige. 
but he apologizes again. And I think it was a really good apology. I do too. Right? Yeah, it was a good apology. You got to admit. But, you know, he says he, he comes across as a liar because he is one. Like, I feel like he hasn't quite gotten it in his head yet that, like, the reason he keeps coming across as a liar is because he keeps lying. Well, anyway. But he prides himself on his honesty. Didn't you hear that? We are going to take a little deep dive into Ali. He's almost as shallow as he looks, though. After that, we have Leanne joining Mike in the doghouse. A couple of goodnight kisses. Yeah. One between Leanne and Mike. One between... Soko! Yes, Soko, Sophie, and Connor. And that is where the spectrum of kissing, the English spectrum of kissing, or the spectrum of English kissing, that's where that comes into play. It's a little, little infographic that uh, I sketched out while we were re-watching this episode. You can see it if you contribute to our Patreon. Yes, we're going we're gonna to post it on the Patreon, which I guess that's not a bad time to break in and say, that's how you support this podcast. Uh, you can support us on Patreon, and we will get you all kinds of great content. That's right. After every single one of these episodes, you get spoils of love where we talk about all of these spoilers uh because this is a rewatch for us and the main podcast is spoiler free oh and just also that this the spoils of love um talks about how that episode relates to the overall season and like the characters story arcs yeah and here we talk a little bit about other seasons and spoils of love other seasons will come up a lot more frequently So let's get back to that spectrum of kissing, which of course starts with a kiss. And above the kiss, we have the cheeky kiss. Yes, the cheeky kiss. Yes. And above the cheeky kiss is the snog. And above snog, we have just full on necking. Necking usually involves gropage too. Yes, gropage is definitely a corollary There's a lot of willy touching. (laughs) Willy touching is kind of extreme necking, I would think. There's already been... Oh, no, no. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think we've had any willy touching. No, I was thinking about season two. Yeah. We're also watching season two. This is what Corona has driven us to. Yeah, watching multiple seasons at a time. But in this one, we had two kisses, right? We had Connor and Sophie, and that was a... Cheeky kiss, Mike and Leanne, I thought it was a snog. It looked like a snog. Leanne did not call it a snog. She just called it a kiss, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a snog. I've got Callum saying, how was the dog bed? Which made me laugh. So then we've got day four. Day four and the plan is Shauna is going to graft. She should have covered that huge zit. I am team Shauna, right? I get Shauna. But, like, if I was about to try to, like, you know, subconsciously or consciously, like, make that sweet potato mine, I would have been at least, you know, zit covered. Right? You mean covered, you would have covered your zits. You yeah. wouldn't have been zit no, covered. No, just like one. <laughs> that would have been bad. Just yeah. like this, it's just like one giant one. It's like staring me in the face. It is. It's, it's quite prominent. And, you know, she also looks a little bit hungover, too. And the combination... Did she have the crazy eyelashes? Yeah, she had the crazy eyelashes. Combination, not so great, but it doesn't really matter because I think Callum has essentially already made his mind up. He reveals his feelings here, right? I mean, he says that he didn't cuddle Eve... 
because it would have been disrespectful to Shauna and that he was stolen from her. Yeah, and you know, I thought we'd have cuddles by now. Like, she had him. Like, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, she she grafts hard all day long. I still don't think he likes her, but I think he likes the attention. Oh, I he think... definitely likes the attention. I, and I think he like enjoys her company, but he doesn't like like her. I just want to differentiate those things. We'll see, right? I, I'm shipping them hard. I can't see them lasting. I'm a big. I'm Team Shauna, though. Oh yeah. So we really have one other couple giving us some drama on this morning of day four. And I guess they're technically still a couple, Jess and Mike, though they are not really a couple given that Mike and Leanne slept in the doghouse last night. So what'd you think of that conversation? I was proud of Jess. You know, she stood up for herself. Like she could have very easily sat on those feelings and just been resentful or like talking shit about him around the house, which I'm sure she'll do her fair share of also because that's what they do on this show. But... Good for her. And I like that she even like clarified again, like as if it wasn't clear, I'm out now. I mean, I think I'm remembering that right. She did a great job. Go Jess. Yeah. I think everybody who listens to this podcast knows what I'm going to say. Right. I mean, she's right. She's a hundred percent right. Yeah. His feelings were totally put on. He was making all that up because he is a sociopath. (laughs) I know I'm ruining our chances of ever getting Mike as a guest on the podcast. And Mike, if you're listening to this... You uh, would totally be welcome on this podcast. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit. Mostly it's a bit. It's mostly. Mostly. If you really are a sociopath, it is a bit, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, so who do you think that Jess and Eve should have chosen instead of those blokes or those, those twats? <laughs> they those did. geezers? Are those, they geezers? Yeah, those so I geezers. Think, I think Jess was right to choose Mike, given the information she had at the time. Of course, because he was pretending to be interested yeah, in her. Yeah, I think yes. Jess should have chosen Mike. Like, she didn't know it was going to shake out that way. Yeah, I just, I mean more like, who do you think she would have had the best chance of actually getting into a couple with at that point? I mean, maybe Jess could have paired up with Callum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see the Jess and Callum thing working a little bit better because Eve was way too chill Yeah. with Callum. And Jess probably, from what we've seen so far, I think Jess would not have kind of sat back and let Shauna graft like yeah. Eve did all day long. And I kind of want to see, like, even Connor. Yeah. I feel like that would be a fun pairing. Eve and Connor. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I think that without Sophie there, that could have worked well. I think it would have been really interesting to see Connor get picked by Eve. Uh, She was kind of interested in him a little bit. I I think that would be really interesting to see how Sophie would react. Not well, that's spoil little shit stirrer. Yeah, she probably would not. All right, so I guess now I have to start writing fan fiction. Yes, so we're going to be writing and releasing 
scripts, alternate scripts, alternate versions of some of these episodes. And those will also be available on our Patreon. Um, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm making that up. We're, we're not actually going to write. I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> when? When are we going to do this? No, we're not going to write alternate scripts. But we encourage all of you to do that. Yes. That would be cool. And if you send us one and it's good, we will act it out. Oh, totally. We you. will act it out. We will act them all out. Um, you can send it to us at uh, littlebitleaveitpod at gmail.com. Uh, or is it littlebitleaveitpodcast at gmail.com? Just try both of those, maybe. <laughs> you should probably check. Yeah, I'll check. We'll say it again in the next episode if we remember. Uh, but moving on, the big big development of the episode this is what this is all about the climax Uh to which we have been building this whole week and it comes out of nowhere yeah it comes out of nowhere like a lot of climaxes do Um, (laughs) that's not true (laughs) (laughs) well you can tell male versus female perspective on on climax there ollie gets all the guys together to tell them he's still in love with his ex-girlfriend and he's Getting out of Love Island. So the last time we saw Ollie on screen, he did this like really nice, genuine apology to Paige and they had a real connection, moment yep. of connection. And the next thing you say, you hear out of his mouth is, I'm in love with my ex. Like, what? Well, he says that, you know, seeing Paige or all these girls has made him realize that he likes his ex, which I guess is means so, he's insulting all of these girls. Yes, he is. Okay, so what's going on? I did a little bit of research on Ollie, which I will get into. Can I get into it now? No, 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 no. We need to to maintain the integrity of our uh, the divisions between our sections. Okay, but I want to say one thing. Yeah, it is clarified in these articles um, about you know him leaving that the class and station of the other girls and how common they were really bothered him. Basically, in not so many words, that's what it implied. You know, it was. It was very clear that Ooh. he wow. snob. I mean, he has a pinky ring on. Yeah, you know, you pointed that out to me. I had not noticed that. Um, so after he tells all the guys, he goes and he tells Paige. Which and, again, like class move. Yeah, and she reacts really well. Yeah, I think she was relieved. Yeah. She looks relieved. Like he has a heart and it's not going to be her problem. You know, he is the perfect gentleman, but... I, I don't buy his story. I, I just have to go back and win her back now. Just doesn't make sense to me. Um, but then he tells everybody, tells the entire group. We get a big group hug with a lot of nice butt shots. A lot of butts. I didn't expect Leanne to be so torn up. I didn't realize they were friends. Have that has that pair gotten any screen time? I had no idea that they had even had a conversation. So. Me either. So, okay, sorry that Leanne lost her friend. But he has grown in a few days. Like, obviously, you know, he left the show because he's kind of a snob and there's some other stuff about him. He kind of sucks. But I think he did grow as a person a little bit, maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And Paige is sad. Paige is sad. Yep, she's now she has nobody to uh, to hang out with one-on-one, I guess. And then we're into the fourth night. Callum leads a group toast to Ollie, which was, was cool. And then we see Jess pulling Nas to the side to propose coupling up because they're both unhappy. It's a pretty smart strategic move by Jess right there. 
Yeah, Nas lays it on way too thick. He needs less sauce. He needs to dial back the sauce. He's just, ooh. Yeah. He's cringe. Are you talking about with Jess? Jess? Yeah. Yeah, like she was in it for the biz for business, and he's just flirting so hard with her. Like she's going to turn around and be like, oh, yes, that too. No, Jess is playing the game. I thought she made it pretty clear. Well, you know, I give Nas credit for putting himself out there a little bit. Yeah, but he shouldn't put that version of himself out. He should put like a better version. Nas 2.0. Well. N64. I did not think that you were going to be bad-mouthing Nas like this. I just didn't see that coming. I don't like him. I didn't like him the last time and I don't like him this time. I don't like him. He creeps me out. I've known too many guys like that, and I, I, ooh, no thank you. I did not like Nas last time. I don't like him. This Who time. am I doing this podcast with? Is this Rebecca or Shawnice? Shawnice. <laughs> Speaking of Shawnice, Jess confronts her on sending mixed signals to Nas after that conversation, and Shawnice flips the whole thing around. Not only does she deny it, which, you know, they are filming this show Shawnice, they are they are filming it. You may not be aware of that, but they are. And so we know you're lying because we've seen it with our own eyes. And unless you disagree with me, what would you say mixed signals are coming from Shawnice? Oh, a hundred percent. Nice one. Nice one. So unintentional. She, not only does she deny it, she accuses Nas of making the whole thing up. Yes. That is what she does. She's not been on. She said, I've been honest and clear. No, those are two things she has not been. Um, yeah, and the girls know. The girls are all like behind Nas and Jess on this one. But they don't say to Shawnice. They're like just whispering. But why would Nas make that up? I mean, I, it doesn't make any sense. Because she's embarrassed. And so she's spinning it around and blaming him. Because she's yeah. totally embarrassed. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's not even saying Shawnice is attracted to him. He's actually saying the kind of the, not quite the opposite, but he's saying, well, he doesn't know if she's attracted to him or not. And that does, isn't quite something you would make up to make yourself seem more desirable, right? You wouldn't say, oh, so-and-so may or may not like me. It's very unclear. No, you'd say, oh, yeah, she's really into me, right? Or something. Yeah. To that effect, yeah. I think this plus the Ollie exaggeration stuff, I don't know. Like we said, Shawnice is problematic. Yeah. But she's right. You know, communication is important. Like, you shouldn't communicate through gossip. And so I do respect that part of the message. She is very direct, too direct. She is very straightforward, too straightforward. Except when it comes to, you know, uh, nonverbal cues. Yeah, I think she got caught. She was trying to keep Nas uh, into thinking that there might be a small chance that they would get together so he would continue to couple up with her and And flirt with her and pay attention to her and be nice to her until somebody better came along. So, yep, we had Eve being oblivious to more Shauna grafting. And at the end of the episode, we've got a text. Two new boys are coming into the villa. Wow, I can't do that, but... Two new boys coming into the villa. Yeah, and Sophie gets way too excited. Yes, very, very. Way too excited. Very, very excited and tells Connor that he should be worried. You know, she knows he's delicate. She's like creating junior high drama. Literally, this is junior high drama. What's crazy is that 
Connor knows that she's doing it on purpose to upset him. Oh, yeah. He kept his cool. I was impressed. Well, he just can't help himself, though. He does. Yeah. You know, he is he is a bit insecure. But he didn't yell. He didn't storm off. No, but, you know, the conversation that they had kind of came to its natural conclusion. And it would have been fine. But he kind of kind of had to get one more one more jab in there. One yeah. more. He couldn't drop it, maybe. I don't know anybody else like that. No, I I don't either that's that's funny i've never met anybody like that enough about connor and sophie let's get to the man of the hour ollie williams viscount clifton so ollie is like nobility he's kind of a big deal so so viscount what is that it's in the line of heraldry the line of heraldry? I don't fucking know. I'm American. <laughs> this is an American podcast. It's like royalty or something. Yeah, he's kind Clearly of like... you take this deep dive way differently than I do. I'm like hanging out on Instagram. You're like opening the Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> <laughs> Takes all kinds, folks. So he is heir to... I probably should have looked up how to say this, too. Well... <laughs> Len Hydrock Estate in Cornwall, which is worth 9.2 million pounds. So yeah, he's fancy. He likes to tell girls that he quote unquote owns Polzeth Beach, which two private landowners and some national councils own together. So he doesn't really own it outright. Plus, oh. it's probably his daddy and his granddaddy that own it. So, you know, Ali is like kind of a douche, which I had said from the beginning. But Chuck Bass vibes abound. There were some articles complaining about how they all got norovirus and it must have been sweeping through in the beginning because he was gone after this. So they all had the shits. And the, uh, in South Africa, the electricity and water were not reliable. So they had no plumbing and norovirus. When was in the show? In the show, in the last few days, because... Ali had it and he leaves. So it, it was while all of this was going on. So while all of this we've been watching, and so this is research, you, in your research, you discovered... Of British tabloids, I mean, in again. British tabloids, you discovered the that they had norovirus and no plumbing. Yeah. That's a pretty bad combination. You're going to have a bad time. Do you think that's actually why he left? No. Because to me... There's another conspiracy. There's another theory as to why he left. But that would make sense. If you've got diarrhea and there's no toilets, I'd be like, yeah, I'm out, guys. I, my ex-girlfriend, I'm still in love with her. I forgot. I forgot I'm in love with my ex. I own a castle, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't live there. They live nearby in Cornwall. So let's talk about Ollie's hobby. He likes rugby. He likes going to the gym, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And he likes hunting. Okay. So he was recently in hot water uh, for posting pictures with a dead deer. First a live deer and then a dead deer after a hunt. Hmm. And he's called himself a conservationist and hunting is conservation. And when it comes, you know, listen, we live in Staten Island, right? We have a deer problem. Apparently I've seen like three deer in the last year and a half, but we have a right. deer problem. You can't hunt here, but I get why hunting is good to maintain the woods balance, right? Sure. Fine. It's trashy to post pictures of it. But again, like I sort of get it. But, 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 before Ollie was even on the show, he posted pictures of himself on Instagram, big game hunting in Africa. Really? Which so enraged the public, and rightfully so, that over 35,000 people, like, signed a petition to pull him off the show. They were complaining to ITV. So people think that he was pulled off the show 
because they got so many complaints about him hunting. That's interesting. So I did a little quick research into Ali as well. He did some type of charity event or fundraiser for an anti-poaching organization, like right before he got on the show. So that would explain the timing of that charitable activity, I suppose. Yeah, so because he posted those pictures of the animals in Africa, uh, activists were like calling his parents' house. Wow. And leaving threatening messages. And so they increased security around the estate and around their house. And they moved out of the house temporarily. Man. Yeah. So, you know, those vegetarians, man, they're spicy. Yeah. Also, one thing that needs to be clarified is Ollie cheated on an ex nine times, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was the girlfriend before. Oh, that wasn't one, the one he went. No, that was the one he was with for four years. Okay, this is the this is a different one. This is the one after. This is the most recent one. Right. Okay. So, and they were together for eighteen months, and they separated because of the distance. She was in London. He was in Cornwall. After January of this year, when all the articles were like, "Oh, Ollie's back, and he's back with his girl," I have seen no other articles discussing his. So he's been out of the public Well, no, except for this deer hunting. This deer thing. He's still got an Instagram. I looked. Yeah. It's rich people and like him being hot. Good for them. Yeah. Hunting deer, not that crazy. How far, do you know how far London and Cornwall are? I don't think they're that far. A couple hundred miles, maybe. I was curious about where Ollie is from, right? So Beck mentioned Cornwall, which is the southwest tip of england and you know known for beaches right so that's why he loves bragging about the beach that he pretends to own how far is it from from london not quite five hours about 261 miles okay so this is what i was i thought would be fun to do i didn't actually do it but i was thinking that we should build a uh a comp set for uh, love island right so there are 410 people per square mile in Cornwall, right? So that's less, that's much less dense than Staten Island, which is, I think, something like 10 times that density, right? Like 4,000 people per square mile. I was thinking other than Staten Island, we could talk about Long Island, Rhode Island, Grand Island, which I think is, I think Grand Island is in New York, I think it's, I think it is. I have no idea. What and then maybe is. Catalina Island to get some, some geographical, more geographical diversity. And, you know, when we want to compare things on Love Island to other places, we can do other islands, I was thinking. Wow. No? That was a lot of words to say one sentence. Anyway, back to Cornwall. This is the cool thing I thought. So it's this little you know, small little part of, of England, but it was kind of its own kingdom, or at least they have a very distinct heritage and the kind of their own little ethnicity there. They're actually recognized Cornish uh, as an ethnicity in Europe. As are the game hens. <laughs> as are the hens. And they've got their own language, Cornish, which is more related to Welsh. They're a Celtic people, the Cornish. They were um, not really con- like they were eventually conquered by the anglo-saxons 
But, you know, they weren't really conquered by the Romans too much. So they maintained mostly independence. They had their own kingdom in that like southwestern and southeastern part of England that also included Devon. And they lasted there until maybe so like the mid ninth century. Uh, One cool thing is that uh, like the British legends that we know about, like King Arthur, that a lot of that is related to the Cornish. And they had this guy, King Mark who I thought was really funny because he was the cuckold king, right? So his whole claim to fame is that in legend, he sent his nephew to go pick up his wife and his nephew... Picked up his wife! (laughs) That's right! You got that one. So in any case, they aligned themselves with the Vikings at one point. They were aligned with the Vikings against the Anglo-Saxons. I thought that was cool. And then they were very happy, I think, about that Norman invasion because that got rid of the Anglo-Saxons and brought their allies from France, or at least not their enemies. There's a cultural connection between um, the Cornish people and the people in Brittany uh, who are also Celtic and fled the Anglo-Saxons kind of from like the eastern part of the old kingdom there. So people now speak Cornish again. It was extinct in the late 18th century. But of course, like everything else, the hipsters found it. And about 120 or 115 years ago, some early, early hipsters decided they were going to revive Cornish. Well, they were hipsters before everybody else. Yeah, they were they're the true hipsters. They were hipsters before they were hipsters. Other kind of just interesting stuff, I don't think we can ignore that this dude is super, super rich in an area that, super white. that is kind of backwards. There, I looked this up. There are only two places in the United Kingdom that qualified for economic development grants when they were part of the European Union. Cornwall was one of those two. So this is, you know, uh, a place that is actually has some of the poorest parts of england oh he's like smithers just like sitting there in his like giant castle you mean mr burns yeah (laughs) (laughs) tell i like like, didn't watch the simpsons which i still find amazing yeah i mean i watched a few i'm like so it was like they had a lot of mining and now they just have like tourism and that's all they've got So it's kind of like, I don't know, I was trying to think, it's, it's kind of like our Alabama or something like that in the United States. I mean... There are beaches in Alabama. He's like the Duke of Alabama. <laughs> now that's a script we should definitely write. The Duke of Alabama? Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good idea. And we've already got our star, Ollie. Of course. Yeah. So let's talk about fashion and TNA. Let's do the TNA report, please. Okay. Got enough homework. Now it's time for boobs and butts and pretty clothes. <laughs> hey, I think that what people like about this podcast is that we bring the high culture, we bring the low culture. Oh, we definitely brought <laughs> high culture tonight. Woo! I hope some of this makes sense. Okay, so fashion. While Shawnee's is talking about how dance is her passion, she's got that chartreuse lime green sweater, when she also talks about uh, how neon yellow is her favorite color. So interesting. Whose favorite color is neon? Shawnee's. It's a great outfit with the Sweater and then the black mini skirt. She's got those long legs. She looks like a Barbie doll. Yeah. Amazing. Ollie's pinky ring. And I already touched on that shit. <laughs> Shawnee. No, not Shawnee. Shauna in the beach hut. Eyelashes. Shauna. What is with the spiders? Spiders? The spiders. Her eyelashes look like spiders. Not spider webs. Just spiders. 
too much eyelash. Too much eyelash. So is that like a combination of fake eyelashes and like thickening stuff? I know they're definitely fake eyelashes. Yeah. I don't know what else. And they curl them. Mm-hmm. I don't do this shit. If I can't get it with mascara, it's not happening for me. But yeah, they curl it and they put the fake ones on, probably in the other order. And then you look like that, which is Shauna. Too much eye. Leanne, that two-piece green dress that she was wearing. So negative points because it looked really cheaply made. It looked like it was from, you know, Contempo Casuals or Mandy or something. But she looked banging in it. And it was a pretty color. And then at night, Paige's black lace dress with the red flowers. That was just phenomenal. Wow, that's really it. I don't know. This was kind of a letdown of an episode, maybe. Well, you got like four or five good outfits there, right? Yeah, but the one before. Yeah, previous episode set the bar high. Yeah. So hopefully next episode, we meet these two new boys. Yes. And hope they're cool. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they bring some new girls in soon because I would really like to see Nas get cracking. We, we currently have seven women and four men on the island. So even with the two new guys, the girls will outnumber. So before we say goodbye to these lovely folks, I think we should rank these couples. What do you say? do that we should do that i think we wrote them in your notebook yep let's go top to bottom we got number one by default mike and leanne yeah they actually seem to like each other now we'll see yep yep i think that they are the clear and obvious choice for number one she slept in the doghouse with him isn't that nice yeah and like at one point she just like smiles because she's so happy about him and it's just so nice to see her face light up she's obviously she had you know reservations about getting involved with him for good reason yes but it was it was nice to see her smile and you know number two we've got connor and sophie what's this voice i don't know i'm just doing my ranking voice i guess uh, yeah, I mean, Connor did a good job. He kept his shit together. He called Sophie out and, you know, made tried to make her understand that he was annoyed. He was annoyed. And yep. She's lights on, but nobody's home. Yeah. And, and it's funny that they are the second strongest couple, but I, I have to say they are. At this There's point. a shot of her like looking vacantly into space, twirling her hair mm-hmm. when they're talk right after they talk about, you know, her being excited about the boys. And I swear it is like vacant. There is nothing behind those eyes. Not a Sophie fan. Yeah, that's understandable. I'm actually not the biggest fan of hers myself. Number three, we've got not a couple, but a thruple. We've got Eve and Callum and Shauna coming in at number three. I mean, you can't leave Shauna by herself. And obviously, you know, Shauna's part of this Eve and Callum relationship. Yeah, the triangle is definitely Number number three. And totally number four, we've got Ollie and his ex. Yeah. Yeah. So Ollie, this is before we did this before I knew about the hunting though. So more like Ollie and his elephant or (laughs) I didn't look at the picture. So I don't know what was shot. And then fifth, we got Jess by herself. Just Jess. And then all the way at the bottom, Shawnee's and Nas. Because ugh, I'm over the both of them. They deserve each other. I really, Shawnee's is... 
is the reason. You said it really good there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was a thank good one. Thank you. Well, I know she'll be writing after she listens to this episode because um, she wrote after the second episode with a quick complaint, which we don't need to get into, but she'll she'll be very proud of me for pronouncing her name correctly. Maybe we should just take that one and insert it every time we mention her name. Ooh, that sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) Well, you can figure it out. Yeah, says the person who does not do the editing. And Nas, to me, brings them all the way up to... The bottom. The bottom, yes. (laughs) Where would Shawnee's be otherwise? In my notebook? (laughs) Yeah, she would not even make the list. And so, folks, thank you for listening we really appreciate it if you are one of our patreon subscribers of course you have a little bit more coming your way that's right spoils of love immediately after this other than that thanks to everybody who listens to a little bit leave it and from staten island to love island smell you later